commence primary ignition. everybody welcome back to yet another x-wing podcast i am your host pete lambro and i'm joined this week and every week by chris daniel chris how you doing bud i'm good man i'm good just good yeah that's it g-o-o-d that's you down with g-o-o-d yeah you know me nope. that's how you spell it yeah uh and joining us this week two very special guests we have shane and alex both regulars and players at the Red Seal Gaming uh, store down in Matawan, New Jersey, friend, friend of the podcast store uh, that we talk about all the time. I was just at their store. We were all actually at their store championship this past weekend. But uh, Shane, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, Pete? I'm fabulous. And Alex, how are you? I think I'm doing pretty all right. I'm glad you're doing well, Pete. Medium all right or pretty all right? Extra medium rare. Medium. All right. You, you, you never, you never have to ask Pete how he's doing. We don't Medium care. Medium rare, how he's doing. you know, like steaks. Yeah, yeah. Billy, matter, yeah actually, you never have to ask how I'm doing because I will always lie to you. Yeah, we don't um, care. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy to have you guys on. We got a full, a full house, a fearsome foursome here. We're going to talk about X-wing. We're going to talk about the. We're going to talk about the store champs we all played in. Spoiler alert, Alex, you did the best out of all of us. Mm-hmm. You were the king, a king amongst us. Uh, let's see. Shane sucks just like I suck, and Chris sucks worse than everybody. <laughs> yeah, you got to be a good at something. And you're not. What? What is the end of that? What is the fucking end of that? Sentence? I'm good at being last. Oh, if you ain't first, you last. Such hey, a hero. There you go, man. Anyway, we like to start this podcast with the Star Wars question of the week, and this week, Chris, for third week in a row, the hat trick. You've got the Star Wars question of the week. What do you got for us, bud? All right, everybody. Here we go. If you could incorporate an unseen, cool lightsaber weapon in Star Wars, of course, what would it be? Like, for example, something far out like a, a, a Grim Reaper sickle or something that the blade is a lightsaber. Are you looking yeah. for a scythe? That item is called a scythe. Yeah, that scythe thing. So something like far out. Uh, what would it be? Because I remember, just to give a little con- semi-context, mm-hmm. I had this idea. Uh, I kind of still, I wrote a little bit. Uh, sci-fi idea. Mm-hmm. And I was having, I was going to have the, uh, oh God, I don't want to give everything away, but fuck it. Uh, I was I was going to have Just the, write, like, write it down on a piece of paper and date it today and mail it to yourself so you prove that you thought <laughs> of it first. <laughs> I was going to have like the bones of like, like, a specific kind of race or something. They were going to be like super magical or something like that. And then this bad entities came in, crushed, uh, all, got, got all these people, just killed them, got their bones. And then they made these crazy weapons out of them. But because their bones were made of something magical or whatever, they were like similar, like they were kind of glow, but like star Wars esque lightsaber, mm-hmm. but not like full blown copying. Chris, that is actually, um, you know, American society is actually built upon the crushed bones of other societies. Yeah. So you're really you're ripping from the headlines. <laughs> getting, getting, getting real. You're keeping it real in the field. Well, I wouldn't in this case. All right. So we, we're making cool fake lightsabers. Yes. All right. You got either. You guys got an answer for this. I got one. Ooh, cool fake lightsabers. Yeah. A very interesting question. Lightsaber ish. Go ahead, Pete. 
All right, yeah, go ahead. Go. You, you first. You first. I got to think. So, okay. So, so my fake lightsaber is like a war hammer, like a big, like, oh my God. Like a hammer, except, except it's <laughs> not going to, it's not going to slice you like a lightsaber does. It's going to be powered by like a kyber crystal and the, it's going to be lightsaber, but the lightsaber is going to just be exuding a constant pressure on the head of the handle. So it's still a blunt force object, like a blunt force weapon. But it's like, you know, backed up by the oomph of um, a lightsaber. And also maybe it's got a little spike on the top. So like if you got a, stab, a little stabbing, you can mm. a little stab action on the side. I like that. Interesting. That's kind of okay. mean. I got bad news. Uh, <laughs> weapons, <laughs> weapons, large, Chris, are mean. That's <laughs> they're not nice things. I mean, I, I know, I know. Shane and Alex weren't born yet, but when the the first prequel right. came out, it's the Phantom Menace. Calling ages already. <laughs> I, I I could wait what two? Oh minutes. my god! <laughs> they were born before the Phantom Menace came out. Yeah, no. I'll have you know, I am I am I mean, four years old, Phantom and I am proud. Thank wow! You very much. I was just trying to make a joke, but yeah. So for, for That's, us, you're, messing, you're messing me up right now. We were going to talk about their youth later. <laughs> save it, save it, save it for the for later. For us seniors, like when when we first saw that commercial of Darth Maul, and all of a sudden the second saber came out, and his like little, you know his you know his double it's double edge saber. Yeah, I'm sure you're familiar that Darth Vader, that Darth Maul has a double sided lightsaber. Yeah, <laughs> like when that second part came out, like we just we went nuts like watching that. Yeah, I imagine that's time. just like mind blowing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird, wild uh, fun. All right, I think I have my answer. There okay. we go. I think, yeah, ooh, now, little inspired here by Marvel, but ooh, I think right. I'd have to go with like a shield type of thing. Ooh. So imagine like, imagine like you have your Jedi and he's like blocking the lightsaber with the shield and he throws the shield and uses the force to spin it back and pull it back towards him. I think. Oh, just God, it awesome. just like slices awesome. people in half on its way back. Yeah, that'd be ooh. awesome. Yikes. That does sound really Terrifying, cool, actually. But like really cool. Hey, Marvel like, hired bounces this guy. off walls, <laughs> like slices up the wall on his way, and this comes back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Um, sorry, before I go off on a tangent, Alex, feel free. Let's hear what you would create. Oh, uh, mine's mine's a little, little crazy, but think about it. Right? They spent years building the Death Star, and then the second one, and it's a big investment. What if we just instead of shooting a laser? Just build a giant lightsaber and just drop it into planets. <laughs> it goes straight through the core, blows Love it that. up, and then you're good. You're done. Here's where I don't know how much you're kidding. Is because the Death Star laser is kyber crystals. No, but like, what crystals. if what if it was just like some big beam and it's like super it, bright? What I'm saying, scan, Chris, like, it's 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 that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's a constant. For, for what I'm hearing, what him saying oh, is, yes, it's yeah, no, I guess, yes, 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 yeah. constant. Yeah, he turns it's it on, just like walking it's around just forever. Yeah, um, instead, it's like instead of like turning on like, and on, you shoot it. It's not the size of a planet. It's like maybe like half the size of a moon. Mm-hmm. But a big enough lightsaber through the core of a planet will just blow it up. Yeah, and that, I mean, astrophysically, that just tracks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, save time, Palpatine. Hey, I'm. I know you're hiring. I know Darth Vader dropped on you. I'm here. <laughs> He's got this. Palpatine has died like three times now. He's got to be dead for real, right? Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Surely. Sure, sure. It's a three. Surely it's, Palpatine it's, will you know how like dead. celebrity deaths happen in threes? This, this Palpatine's did too, but it's all three are him. 
<laughs> anyway, I was th- Shane. Your answer made me think of um, there was a game a while back uh, called Jedi Outcast. So it was Star Wars Jedi Knight Two. Jedi Outcast was called. It was uh, okay. I've yes. heard of this. One. I've heard you've heard of this one. You've heard of this yeah, one. Have you, have you ever think, played I, it? I have not played it. It's okay not to have played it because it also like even when it came out, mm-hmm. it was not like one of the most popular games. Like it was a popular game, but it was also like third in a series that had like started to wane in popularity. And it was like, uh, it was built on the quake engine, which had also like started to wane in popularity. Anyway, that's all side tangent, right? But you had a lightsaber in that game. <clears throat> that's the important part. Had a lightsaber. Right. And by default on the computer, when you would slice people with a lightsaber, they would not get sliced up. They would just like, they would get like burn marks and they fall over dead. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was like a cheat code, but this was an old PC game. So it wasn't really a cheat code. You would just open like the developer console with like shift tilde on your keyboard. And you could type in, you could like change like config options that way. You could, there was a a, a thing you could type. And it was something like realistic saber combat equals one or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if you did that, your lightsaber would suddenly just every limb join on these character models would just get shredded the second the lightsaber touched oh them. God. So you would like swing the lightsaber and a guy would fall into like 30 pieces. That's <laughs> it's awesome. Awesome. It was so That's funny. Amazing. And it was like a binary switch. It was just like on or off. It wasn't like, oh, can I have like a little bit of realism? It's like, no. <laughs> it's a thousand percent. People are like, you heads are flying, literally flying when you start attacking <laughs> or no one, no one gets a limb chopped off ever. I've seen stuff like that with the uh, um, Fallen Order and uh, Survivor. People have been modding that game to do something like similar to that. Because you know, nice. the, I don't know if you, either of you two, have played the game. Uh, I, I played the uh, Fallen Order. I played Fallen Order. Yeah, all the way through. I haven't bought Survivor yet, but I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, pl- I plan to. I like those games. I like video games. Yeah, in very, but, very. But uh, I've I've played through uh, um, Fallen Order, and I haven't bought Survivor yet. Um, yeah. But I know, like, I've seen mods that people have, like, done the similar thing where it's, like, you know, they change the lightsaber from, like, the little, like, burn marks to, like, you know, you're taking apart limbs from uh, yeah. bosses and all that, which is interesting. It's rad. It's pretty cool. Um, my favorite thing I've seen in, like, clips from Jedi Survivor is that, you know, you get the different lightsaber stances. One of them is lightsaber in one hand, gun in the other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it's with- like, hey, what if I just used a gun, right? I mean, you know, it's desperate not a bad times, idea. Not a bad desperate idea. needs. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> he is trying to survive. Ah, ah. Oh, it's, oh, it's in the uh, name. It's, it's in, in the, the name. name. Hire this guy. <laughs> Moving on, gang. Moving on. We all played in a store championship. He didn't even ask. I didn't even get to answer my own question. Oh, Look at well, this fuck guy. up, man. Hurry up. Let's go. Look yeah. at this guy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's your answer? What are you going to hey, make? No. Chris is like, I'm going to make an axe or a spear or something. <laughs> First, I had a boring answer. Like those, what are they called? Size? It has like three. Scythe. Little... Scythe. Oh, no. No, not, no not scythe. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, uh, like the, the, the daggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah the daggers, like yeah. the daggers. But Those are actually what? a farming tool. Yeah. Really? I actually yes. didn't know that. that is, yep, they are a farming tool. But anyway, what, what if you thought of these three, these other two crazy answers? What about like a boomerang that had like, like the saber thing, like maybe in at the ends, and Ooh. he has to he has to like throw it from like the end, the beginning of the triangle or something. I don't know. That would be crazy. Uh-huh. A well, boomerang saber. Yeah, but with the force and like light people. I mean, people throw lightsabers all the time and just pull it back. Aren't those already kind of boomerangs? 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, keep what about, you got. What about what? And this one is completely unrealistic. But can they make it work? Nunchucks. Did you watch the Ninja Turtles trailer? <laughs> <laughs> no, but As what if question. they could do nunchucks? And it could be like the chain part. Wait, the chain part is the lightsaber? Like there, yeah, there's two like, two no, physical sticks held together by the lightsaber? And then it's like the ooh. Oh, that's interesting. How do you how do you effectively injure someone with that? Do you just like garrot them, right? Like you sneak up behind them and just oh, like Oh yeah. You f- just ripe around them. The, oh, the stealth oh, Jedi? Something like that. That'll be that's nuts. Brutal. Oh my goodness. Make it happen. Make it happen, guys. I feel like Yoda would not approve. <laughs> When you said the boomerang thing, uh, I immediately thought of Kroll. That's yes. what I was thinking of. How does he know Kroll? That's amazing. I, lo- I love reference. that movie. That's a fun movie. Oh, my man. <laughs> As if you couldn't get higher on my list. You just did. Yeah, like the the whole thing. Um, I don't know if anyone. Uh, Pete, I imagine you've watched Kroll. Yes. No, I've never heard. Oh, of it. you oh, haven't. Whoa. Even oh, you gotta watch that. You gotta watch that movie. Do wow. I? The yeah, yeah. It's a very, it's a very interesting movie. So it's um, a 1983 movie. It is yeah. a 19. It is. Hey, that's a, before I was born. <laughs> it's a bit of an older movie, but um, the whole idea is um, this: uh, the hero of that movie um, is trying to uh, rescue the princess, um, mm-hmm. and he has this magical glaive that he can tr- control. Um, and it's a really fun, it's just a fun movie. I remember like, um, watching and it looks it with my cool. dad the first like, time. The oh, it looks, looks awesome. Really cool. It looks yeah. really cool. That would be a great idea. That's a good look at you, man. Nice. <laughs> you just replace Pete and put you back on, put you on right, permanently. <laughs> jokes on you. I have the, I have the password to the anchor.fm account. <laughs> <laughs> good luck uploading to the feed without me, baby. Cam, irreplaceable. I could have used the. That crawl at the store championship. Oh, oh, unbelievable oh. transition. All right. <laughs> we are, yes, okay. So moving on, we're going to talk about the store champs that we all played in. That one again down at Red Seal Gaming, Madawan, New Jersey. Shout out to that store. Great store. Um, you guys have fun? Is X Wing a fun game? I had fun. I, I think X Wing's a fun nice. game. I think X Wing's pretty fun. Judges, yeah, they say it's fun. Yeah. Seems good. I'm looking at, I'm looking. At, I got a lot of familiar names. I do want a quick shout out, friend of this very podcast, one time guest host of this podcast, Matthew. Uh, Matthew Kreiner won, <clears throat> swept into New Jersey, first time meeting everybody there, and just cleaned everybody's clock. Mm-hmm. Um, he won the day with his rebel list. He had Han Solo with the you know usual Han Solo build, Bodic Avenge. Sabine A Wing, Wedge A Wing, and KO A Wing. Matthews. Yeah. Quick shout out. I'm glad that it's Sabine A Wing over Sabine Tie Fighter. We love to see that here. That's he a is a real shout. one for that one. Yeah. Well, he it, it, truly, uh, if there's anyone who deserves to be like living in the glory that is like Han and A Wings being good, it's Matthew. He's been on Han and A Wings forever. And his response uh, <laughs> to like why he picked. Like it's like, hey, why'd you pick Sabine A over some other build that you know used Sabine Tai? It was, I don't know, I like Han and A wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like, hey, the, the man flies what he likes, and he's uh, currently the thing he likes is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and he plays like once a year. He doesn't play often. I, I heard he plays I online plays, sometimes. But... Plays often enough. Yeah. I've seen he's him a he's of lying times. to you. <laughs> Liar. 
deception. He played the last time. The last time he played this last time I played. We both were at Carcosa. Um, moving on down the list, uh, also a friend of this podcast, James Weber. James came second with uh, Sabine Tie Fighter. Mm, see, confirmed Sabine A Wing better than Sabine Tie. Mm. <laughs> uh, Tycho in A Wing, Wes Jamson, uh, Corin X Wing, and your boy Luke Skywalker. Nice. Battle of Yavin. Yeah, man. It's, it's your boy. Speaking of your boy, we got four boys in the next one. Alex came third place, man. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Ooh. Alex, Shane, read Alex's list. <laughs> oh, yeah, Shane. All right. Read it out. Alex's list was The Battle of Yavin, Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Dark Curse, also from The Battle of Yavin. Uh, the two duo combo, Mauler and Backstabber. And Tomax Bren, the bomber, with the usual salvo, barrages, bomblets. Just overall, just a really, really strong list. Spicy stuff. Now, let me ask you a pointed question, Alex. Do you think you would have won if you had brought a better ship than Dark Curse, who sucks? See, I, I was just going to ask him what made him pick <laughs> that, that is, wow, that is, <laughs> I, that is a hot take. I, I also I think that's a hot take. I think Dark Curse is really good. For four points, Dark Curse is really, really good. Yeah, but Dark Curse over like a lot of other choices. <laughs> the the rationale behind it, we had a long conversation with yes. me and Shan, our group Aces Abysmal, mm-hmm. was especially in response to Han being on the board and him being able to re-roll, modify with all of his focuses and being ranged zero to one of rocks. Dark Curse is able to just exist on the board and completely ignore all of it. Sure, any sort of modifications from like yeah. target locks or reroll abilities or adding or subtracting dice it gets well, they completely can, nullified. You can so still hang on. to be clear, dice. they can add dice. Yeah, they cannot they can add, add results. Yeah, they yes. cannot add results. So like you're still you're still subject to trick shot. Mm-hmm. As a for example. Um Yeah, and that's fine, right? That's a great way to shield. Hang on. That's a great way to shield those four points. Uh, but I, it, from where I'm sitting, Dark Curse himself is not going to then do enough output to make that beneficial. He's just going to, he's going to be happy and survive and maybe be in the way, except that I six is not really blocking. He's going to kind of like, you know, be a nuisance while Han kills all your other ships. That's my thought. In my experiences with yes. flying against Han, mm-hmm. it maybe just, these were how the games played out, but Dark Curse was just nice because Han or any other ship would focus on Dark Curse, who's right in front of them with mm-hmm. a focus, and not either shooting at Vader, Backstabber, Mauler, or Bren. So they can focus on keeping their focuses or just green tokens or target locks in general on offense, just dumping out damage. Well, Dark Curse either hangs out in the middle or kind of roams in the back. Oh, and so foolish of them not to, to, to try and shoot Dark Curse. You would, th- you would think. Just he's don't a pain even, in the ass, Shoot him. What just, what's he going to do? He's a typhoon. You yeah, but he's a pain in the ass. He has four health, right? And you can't mod anything on him, correct? That's what I'm yeah, saying. I'm saying don't mod. even bother. Don't shoot him. Oh, that's what, yeah. I yeah, I'm saying kill everybody else. Yeah, yeah. So, so people were opting in to making a mistake against you, right? And likely because you don't see a lot of Dark Curse. Nobody flies it. You're surprised. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's like, what do you mean I can't re-roll this? Yeah, the confusion of just like, I, I can't use my focus. It's like, oh, I can't modify. It's like, yeah. I think the biggest part is, and I've seen it, uh, I've had it done to me too, um, is when you can't use your force either. 
that's where it's big because it's right. like oh it's like luke all right i'm all right i can't modify but you know i can't spend the lock for the proton torpedo but it's like oh i still got my force and it's like no you can't actually use your force though can't, can't even free, can't even free crit with your proton torpedo nope can't do yeah. it yeah can't nothing it was something i was really really divided on to change my list to add dark curse because it's like i'm trading potentially huge amounts of damage for something yeah, what, that doesn't really what do did a lot. you have in there who who was your other four pointer pre dark curse the in the, the non cursed days we'll call them uh, originally like before i made this complete switch Obama. i was actually running 7 point vader mm. uh backstab mauler bren and um magna the oh. tie fighter oh yeah, yeah magna's good and magna was just pure support just help out double mod backstab mauler but Again, with Han on the board, with Han being so prevalent these days, I was like, okay, I need something to just like kind of temper that a little bit. And having Dark Curse just kind of bother Han, get in his face, or just be like his primary target is just good to have just to like kind of nullify everything. And just as well, it's four points that kind of just fortresses. He can play objectives. Yeah, he holds holds his points well. Yeah. You just have four points, it's not going to die. Yeah, exactly. Four yeah. boys is not going to die, and then, and it's just fucking different, man. It's I mean, everyone's flying the same stuff, so it's just different, which is cool. I'm glad you made it your own and top three. Yeah, thank good you, job. Well, thank you, thank you again. It was, <laughs> but did one thing: a, did, you, did you get all those fancy uh, alt art cards? I did. I only it. play Empire, but I will look at them very nicely. <laughs> Frame them. Actually, I love, um, I love the backs of those cards. Which is like so stupid. You never see the backs when you're using them, right? But like they have like unique per faction designs on the back. Yeah, it's like very cool designs. Like the resistance one is like really cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and they got nice. little. Uh, they got the little trophy there that's just like, oh, you placed the you know top, top four. You're the best. Top four, you're the best. <laughs> Dark curse, everyone. Hot take, Shane. You came in. 19th place, I think. Uh, what what you, were you Chris. flying? <laughs> uh, no, I think, Chris, that was you, my man. <laughs> Busted. No, I, I actually placed in 10th place, but I had some fantastic games, and I'm not not upset at how I did. I think I did very good. Tell us your list real quick, and then give us a quick rundown of your 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 match with the, the, the I guess it was almost the whoever was going to be undefeated, with Hamas, a.k.a. James Weber. Yes. So I today or not today, but that day, uh, I unfortunately had to run Sabine Tie Fighter. Um, oh, I know, but I wanted oh. to fit some cool things. So I, I put, like her. She's um, cool. Yeah, uh, I put Battle Viav and Luke. I put Wedge in the X Wing with uh, Predator, Crackshot, and R four. Um, and then Bullseye's me. Yeah, uh, Corin Horn. Um, with uh, Magpulse's uh, Predator. Um, and then I put the B-Wing, Gina. Um, and she had some fun stuff. She had Seismics, Fire Control, Marksmanship, Proton Cannons, and Delayed Fuses. Oh, Lord. And that and thing's then, uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good list. Yeah, it's a bunch of fives, and then yeah. Wedge and a six, and then Sabine yeah. just saying, be an idiot and chase me, or you know, I'll get objectives all day and get more yeah. than my two points worth. And uh, I did uh, some fun things, because uh, Cornhorn's passed the lock around, so you get the B-Wing like double tap, so you'll be uh, have a double-modded uh, double-modded double tap. 
with the uh, cornhorn passing Gina's lock off to whoever you're going to shoot. That's a three dice attack, and then into a, proton into a cannon. Proton cannon. It's bullseye, yeah, yeah. And and you are, and I know you're going to talk about your match, but you are. I've played you before many times, lost. I think almost every time. <laughs> Do you you play like a very AC kind of style? Like when you're flying, you just you just fly you fly like an ace, whether it's a juggernaut list or AC type ships. But you mm-hmm. fly exceptionally well. Is there are there any like is there anything you keep in mind when you're moving your ships? For example, when you're on a mat, is there something like maybe even a, like a pro tip, the pro tip of the day? But uh, I just think about like I remember you had like that like a three ship. Uh, imp list, and I was like, "There's no way this." Or maybe it was four, but I thought it was three. Oh was yeah, like, oh. yes, yeah, like- yes. Um, one of the past tournaments uh, at RSG as well, I did fly uh, the triple sixes. Uh, at the time, it, um, Sienna Ree, Suntirfell, and Darth Vader and the Defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, back when he still had Juke. Yeah. Um, and the good old days. Yeah, the good old days, uh, or the bad old days. Depends on it how depends you look on at you it. Ask. The, yeah. <laughs> <days are> cool. <laughs> the, the much meaner days yeah um as far as tips um, yeah like what do you you kind of like you're like okay i'm just gonna fly this this fragile soon to fell out there and now i'm gonna set it up that way i could get out of there quick like what's what's kind of like your mode of thinking like when you're flying so i mean you have to play super defensively you always have to i always like set up the lanes or like like place the obstacles and try to set up as many like lanes that I can just so then it's like, I want whatever ship I'm flying to have as many options as possible. Uh, right. Don't corner. So like, mm-hmm. um, if I can generally, I try to put the rocks closer to me mm-hmm. on your side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On my side, when I'm flying like more an AC or AC. Mm-hmm. just because like, my ships need to get out there and they need to go, right? They need to get past, uh, you know, whatever wall my opponent's going to make. So I just kind of, like, put the rocks closer. Um, when I played you, I think I, like, five-straighted and then five-straighted Vader down the table just because I was like, all right, he just needs to go. He needs to yeah. go. He needs to get down there. Um, but, uh, I mean, just make lanes and then like whenever you position your ships like you're not thinking about like this is one where i want my ship this turn you got to think about next turn if my ship's in danger do i have the option to just leave like whenever i want to because like with those ships like you take one damage you gotta leave Mm -hmm. like honestly uh, when i was doing um when i was doing that list like sienna and suntir they had four health each and it was like five and six points each, I think. I think Sienna was five and Soontir was six at the time, I wanna say. ECX, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that yeah, that lines up. Um, now now when the when the shit hits the fan, right. I think I think everybody kind of in the beginning is like, Okay, I got a little plan. Mm-hmm. But then when it hits the fan, you're in the middle, it are you still like no matter no matter what, basically I'm wondering if if you and, and anybody actually Pete uh, Alex, but we'll start with, with, with Shane. Are you still keeping in mind, like, okay, man, I'm about, I'm getting in this big engagement. It's in the middle of the game. Now, mm-hmm. am I still keeping my lanes, quote unquote? Am I still keeping my outs out? Are you like religious with thinking about that, or are you just sometimes like, oh shit, like, where the, what happens now? Are you more of like a uh, <clears throat> Christmas and Easter kind of keeping an eye on your lanes kind of guy? Um, 
If I'm putting three ships on the table, I am oh, yeah, super religious to. about it. I have to. But like when I get to like four or five ships, you can kind of be a little bit more, eh, you know, whatever. Let me a little bit them. more loosey-goosey. But when you it's get to a, six ships, it's just YOLO. Just oh, yeah, there. just send them all in. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the quicker Bump these ships ship. die, the quicker you can start thinking about what to do with the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's you... just a matter of like keeping track of all of that. It's difficult, but like you have less ships, so it's like you have more time to think about like, do I want my ship there? Yeah. Too. And you had a, a what looked like to be one of the most interesting matches, like period, that I've seen mm -hmm. uh, against uh, in the third round against James Weber. You were both flying rebels, uh, somewhat similar in regards to a bunch of I fives out there. Uh, mm -hmm. Tell us about it. How did it start? How did it end? Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, wow, that game was a very, very good bloodbath, um, <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, we were flying pretty much the same thing, we had the same idea with our lists, like right. you said, like, you know, we're both flying, you know, heavy hitters, all I-5s, rebels, right? Um, curiously enough, the first engagement, uh, we both flew our Sabines at each other, because we were trying to, like, nice uh, claims uh, like objectives and like keep them there i believe the uh, the mission at the time was assault i want to say i think that's what we played let me check hold on was it assault it wasn't no, you keep talking i'll look it up don't worry <laughs> um trying to but, claim objectives uh, yeah we were just trying to sit there and so he flew his sabine into my list and i flew his my sabine into his list we both like immediately blew each other up and then uh, we then turned in each turned on each other into a good old bloodbath. Um, it James was a, it a, was assault at the satellite array. It was assault. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh my god! And I just saw the score. This guy's yeah. pay attention to Shane's so, story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that end score? I don't remember. I remember it's it a very twenty three to twenty two. You lost twenty three to twenty two. Yeah. So um, bloodbath. We met in the middle. We sh like laid into each other uh, trading a ship like i lost wedge he lost wes um i ended ended up with um a huge clutch of a seismic in the last round like time time had been called i dropped the seismic um it ended up killing tycho because he needed to stay near an objective and he was at one health so the seismic blew up killed tycho uh luke sitting range three uh, i had my luke there he was, seemed safe. He was fine. He had like two health left, right? He was sitting near the objective. He was fine. And his Luke just got the beautiful, beautiful natties. And my Luke blanked out. And uh, that won him the game. Wow. So it came down to the last dice roll. I love, I love when games coming down to the. the oh, yeah. Like no. That, like that real, like, nail biter. Oh, yeah. I, it was I, an much, super intense know. game the entire way through. I mean, obviously winning is fun, right? Can we all be on the same page about that? Winning is a good time. Oh, absolutely. Right. Sec second to winning, though, is a really close game. You, like, if oh, you yeah. lose a really close game, it's good stuff. Oh, you know, we had a, like, a thorough discussion about it, and we had a, you know... Uh, we we were both, like, at the end of that, like, I, I watched both of us just, like, whoo, <laughs> the huge, hugest sigh of relief. It was... Just be uh, a sweating. You're like, boy, yeah, it's Yeah, we were sweating. We were dead quiet. Nothing was being spoken. We were just like, whew, not, not a word. And I walked by. I walked by and I heard, I think, this is after I saw one B-52 
B-wing and one X-wing there, I think. I walk by here. I think, no, actually, I think you, no, I think you got it by a point. Yeah. And I was like, well, I was like, wow, that's, yeah. that's a nuts game. But yeah, I, I really liked his list. It was a very strong list. I completely forgot how Wes works. And uh, at some point during the game, I went for the double tap with Gina. So I went for the regular shot into the proton. And I forgot that it's after you perform the attack that you can do the jam. Mm-hmm. And it's not like at the end of everything. So I shot normally and I'm like, all right, now I'll do the proton cannon. And uh, he then jammed oh, me so yeah. that I can, couldn't do the, the double tap because I need to spend the lock for it. So um, that was a good gotcha. Yeah. Oh, well, hang on. Is that, did you guys do that right? <laughs> yeah. It's right after the attack. Yeah, yes. But, but hang on. Uh, let's, let's, hang on. Let's go to rules corner, Christopher. We're going to read the cards. <laughs> read the cards. After you after you defend, you yep. may spend one charge to assign the attacker one jam token. And it says, after you perform an attack, you may spend your lock to perform a bonus attack. Right? So both yep. of those triggers would happen in the aftermath stage, correct? After yeah. you defend. Yeah, but uh, hang on. Let's real, yeah, but it's, so it's, since it's two separate attacks, it's yeah. just a double tap. So he defended the first shot, and then I performed the bonus attack. So he gets right. to jam me. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't have your... Yeah, but what I'm saying is I think you might still get to do the bonus attack, just you won't have your lock to spend. I, no. I'm saying is... No, you, no, no. The, you the requirement, yeah, the requirement I, I, is listen, to the lock. On. Let me just clarify. I understand okay. the, the, what you guys are saying. I am saying I, I am checking the rules timing mm-hmm. to see if you have an opportunity to spend your lock because they're the same timing window of after the attack resolves. And I don't know if attacker, oh, I see what you're talking I'm about. I'm saying, yeah. does the attackers like after attack things happen before the defenders? That's the timing window I'm checking. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's interesting. Right. That's a, they're that's the same read. timing window. Yeah. After math. Ready? Okay. Right. Abilities that trigger after an attack are resolved in the following order. Final bets, Chris, which gets resolved oh. first, defending player or attacking players triggers. Oh, uh, uh, whoever doesn't roll the dice first. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, aftermath, af, af, abilities that trigger after an attack are resolved in the following order. Resolve any defending player abilities. Okay. Okay, excluding abilities that grant a bonus attack. There then you go. resolve any, again, this is defending, defender first. So either way, it's defender first, right? So mm-hmm. j- you get jammed, right? Then resolve any attacking a player abilities, excluding bonus attacks. Then resolve any defender triggers that would grant a bonus attack, and then lastly, any attacking players uh, that would trigger a bonus attack. Right. Oh, so this is important for stuff like Zam, who would get a bonus attack. Yeah. Right. Or like, like if if Wes is if Wes is shooting Zam, right? Then you then, jam first, and then the bonus attack happens. Right. After yeah. Because even even though you're the attacker, yeah. So it's it's defenders non bonus attack, attackers non bonus attack. Yeah. Okay. So ultimately, you played it. We right. did it right. Okay. But <laughs> that's the most important. Point out, nobody knew why they did it right. <laughs> <laughs> we all vaguely uh, know the rules. We're yeah, just flying sweating around. there. I'm like, uh oh, did I not do it right? <laughs> <laughs> Could I have won? No. Oh no. <laughs> No, but uh, that was a changer. fantastic game with uh, James. He's a very strong player, and uh, I hope he gets his invite soon. Just watch out when he gets U-Wings. Oh, no. <laughs> I think he's retired them. They're like in the, the retirement basket or something. 
We're getting, we're hauling around those giant magnetized pegs getting too heavy. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. James has a lot of his ships magnetized, right? But specifically his, his U-wings, he has these like thick, like really, they're, they're like, like a finger, like, like a, almost like a pinky thickness, like acrylic pegs with giant magnets top and bottom for his U-wings. They're like I behemoths. Think, I think awesome. I know what you're talking about. Did he bring <laughs> yeah. them to PAX last year? I'm sure he did. I, I yeah that's okay awesome. I think that I know what you're like talking about yeah he feels bad he's like he's like I don't want to use these anymore he's like but I don't want to buy a bunch of new ships so I have to redo all of these ships you know? <laughs> he's like next to any new ships that he buys he's like I'm not putting these big magnets on them anymore mm-hmm. they call him Big Magnet Weber <laughs> so that, that's what they so they be calling him. Anyway, other things. What else we want to talk about, gang? You know what I want to talk about? We joked about uh, the fact that Shane and Alex are young fellas. But I uh, jokes aside, I actually want to talk about that Uh, because here's the thing. Wargaming, right? X-Wing falls into the category of tabletop wargaming. We all same page on that. Yeah, it's a good good entry level type of those games. But it's like it's similar to the... uh, Warhammer style game and like historic World War II style games. Here's the thing that has long been the domain of um, <clears throat> dads. How do some young folks get into it? Because like when I was your age, I did not have the money to be getting into a game like this. Right. And I also didn't always like, you know, when I was in like middle school, like I didn't have like a way to get around to like get to a game store. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, how does someone who is younger get into a game like X-Wing? Like, what does that look like? Uh, or rather, yeah. how did you, yeah. how did you yeah. each specifically get into X-Wing? Okay. Yep. That's Shane, right. do you want to tell that story or? Uh, oh, there's a story. Yeah. There's not, a it's not a story. story yeah. In I a mean, world. Yeah. In a world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can tell my side, but um, essentially uh it was a friend of ours tyler um aces abysmal member um but uh he found um i think him and another friend of ours found red seal gaming and um gave it a run of this uh um x-wing game they found on like a wednesday night or whatever and they're like wow this game's awesome we have to like get all of our friends into it and at the time i had like a whole bunch of stuff with school and i was just like i can't do it you know maybe i'll try it some other time right and eventually like you know when like um i had time i'm like all right fine i'll try this game out and um that was i want to say two years ago yeah about two years 2.0 right and 1983 (laughs) (laughs) feels like it but uh yeah two years ago tried it out and i was like wow this game is awesome i have i have to try this game more like i have to invest in this game um and uh i was in a lucky point where i was working a job that was paying super well so i was able to like really like be able to be like yeah you know i could spend some money on this game i could buy you know an a-wing an x-wing ah you know i might as well buy the core set that gives me everything i need you're like living Uh, that uh that comic strip that floats around every so often (laughs) yeah yeah it's like yeah it's just a core set it's like a board game and then he's surrounded by uh, expansions um but uh eventually i had more x-wing stuff than i knew what to do with nice uh, i was just having so much fun with the game 
Yeah, I think I think I realized I had a problem or I'd gotten myself into a problem when I had to go buy my second set of like storage drawers for it. <laughs> I said, Ooh. too much stuff. Yeah, too much stuff. Were you guys, uh, Alex? Were you a star, like a big Star Wars fan, and that is what attracted you to playing X Wing, or were you just uh, casually into it and then found the game? I'm going to expose myself for the first time here. Shane, you're hearing this for the first time. It's an audio only podcast, actually. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. I did not care about Star Wars until I met this group of friends. Wow, that's reasonable. I, I had seen it, but mm-hmm. I was like. Yeah, okay. I've I've seen a Star War once or twice. Hmm. I think yeah, like, heard of it. Captain Kirk was in there once, something like that. Yeah. But <laughs> getting settled with like the Aces Abysmal, like our friend group, really introduced me to the Star Wars Star Wars universe. And that's what like really got me set and I was like in the vibe. I was watching the movies, checking out the shows, like rewatching, re experiencing everything. And then come friends are here comes our friend Tyler going like, Hey, here's a Star Wars game you can play. In real life, Shane, I was like, "Stop rolling dice." <laughs> <laughs> I think it's only annoying him too. <laughs> no, it's just like it's coming through the microphone, it's like relaxing me. <laughs> we're interrupting. We're interrupting Alex's story of redemption and love and finding Star Wars and Tyler. <laughs> and that's Jesus Christ, Tyler, right? Like the hair. Just that's in Zeno, man. No, you can't yeah. just say that, Chris. <laughs> Tyler has very long hair and a and a, and a beard. Got awesome hair. Yeah, he does have awesome hair. He does have awesome hair. His hair. Tyler's a very beautiful man. But <laughs> you but know, yeah. actually, I, 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 I know other players who are not into the Star Wars side of X Wing, but still like and enjoy the game. Because I a mean, fun game. it is. It was first of all, it is a fun game, and even if you're not a fan of Star Wars like to like sit down and watch the movies and consume the content. I personally believe it's hard to not be a fan of the uh generally cohesive aesthetic that Star Wars has, especially the ships. Like there is there's like a really like something the original trilogy really nailed, something the sequel trilogy really nailed is this like the silhouette for the ships and they have a very cohesive like design aesthetic that I I have always found very appealing, right? Like mm-hmm. Even when I didn't know, like I'd only seen like the original Star Wars, right? I was very into like X-Wings and Millennium Falcons. It's just like, like just the look of all the ships. And it's it's something other fellow co-hosts of the show, Sam and I have talked about a lot, is that like there's, there's a lot of ships that, you know, came out of like old expanded universe stuff that really do not align with that aesthetic and are just like less appealing, right? Right. Not as, not as good. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, so uh, yeah, sometimes even though it's, you're not a big, uh, you know, you may not be a big star Wars fan, like you're a big fan of them ships, but, uh, Shane, are you previously a star Wars, big, big star Wars fan? Oh, I loved star big Wars. fucking loser. Like uh, yep. Absolutely. Amen, I mean, <laughs> since I was like four years old, the first time watching Darth Vader fight Luke Skywalker, I was all signed up. I'm like, all right, let's do it. I'm here nice. for it. <laughs> I'm here. There we go. I don't know. But going back to your point, like, I also think like, Besides, like, the whole, like, aesthetic of the ships and everything, it's also just a strategy game, which is, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and and what I was talking about before, like, being able to afford this type of game, X-Wing is relatively affordable in the world oh, yeah. space, right? Like, if, um, like, you need, like, what, 25-ish or so, and you just get the one ship, and then you can play Aces High. That's all you really need. Yeah, well, I, so, like, basically, to if you want to play 
rebels or imperials, right? Mm-hmm. Which are the only ones that have the new starter packs out right now. And it's like, okay, if you if you wanted to play rebels or imperials, you could pretty confidently go to a store and spend $125 and walk away with seven ships that could combine into a good set of lists, right? Yeah. yeah because 100%. you could you buy this the Rebel or Imperial starter pack and you buy the, sh- the three ship pack, right? That yeah. gives you tons of options at, you know, for like you could like you could spend that and enter a tournament, right? Yeah. If you contrast that with something, even something like Warhammer, right? Oh. You're spending you know, if you want to get you're spending a, like 125 and you're getting like maybe a quarter of what you need to play. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, so they, they've introduced like variable, <clears throat> variable like army sizes there. So yeah, I, I think yeah. even Warhammer's like trying to address their own problem in this way. Yeah. But like, you know, you, you know, you basically you're 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 only equipped to play the smallest size game and mm. you don't have any of the extra materials needed like paints and primer and brushes and Mm-mm all those other tools, right. Which are, you know, but a lot of people are just into the hobby aspect in which X-Wing <clears throat> out of the box doesn't have the hobby aspect. Right. So like some people, some people like crave that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, either of you into painting your ships, you do anything like that. I what does the youth of the today do. We have actually both recently like started that. Hell yeah. yeah. I we sat down one day with a friend and we just, it started painting and it was, it was fun. I like yeah. it a lot. That is uh, my older brother and I, I, I was getting into like hobbying stuff and I, I introduced him to it and cause he's like into board games mostly. And I was like, oh yeah. And he was like, oh, you think he's like, I was showing him pictures of the stuff I painted. He's like, you think I can like paint these little minis from like this, like he has like a co-op, like um, movie monster board game that he and his kids play. And he's like, you think I can paint these? I'm like, yeah, you can paint those. Right. So we like, he came over. So that's something we do now is he just comes over and we just like set up the paints and just paint for a couple hours. That's awesome. It's super fun. This is like a Zen to painting, and I don't do that. I, I used to do it a little more. I tried. Uh, uh, you got to get back into it, Christopher. Well, I, I, I did those, the the ones that, uh, remember I melted part of the ship? I think that's one of the coolest looking TIE fighters I got. You but, um, you painted that, the scorched up ones? Yeah, yeah, the uh, the ones Whoa, that... Oh, I had no idea. I assumed that was I had no idea either. Well, that's because... That's I'm saying most, of your, other, done, most yeah. of your other ones are like commissioned, right? That's all. I mean, yeah. no, I wasn't saying that as judgment, Chris. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I know, no, I know you're not because I, I'm like, you know, every, everything I have is usually commissioned, but those two that you see like have like the holes in them is all black, but it has like the red scorch marks. And yeah, like you got to fly them as scorch and DT. That's yeah. what, yeah, that's what I did. The Bean Brothers, yeah. That, I did Speaking those. I was of like, oh. the painting i know alex because he did place third place at that art oh here we go i know yes. that he is he made a promise to a uh, friend of the podcast brett freeman right okay yep. he yeah, made a promise that it's like if he got me and like all of us in the aces abysmal group it's like if we made store credit and we got some we would buy shatter points so hell yeah your points have been shattered alex i believe you're buying My it on points wednesday, have been shattered alex i am buying it on wednesday yes nice. hang on can i you do first you don't have to do this let me just say you're, you're a free man <laughs> no it's okay know i know you. i know but also uh so i i have played and really enjoy shatter point i will no, say it's though, a fun game. i think the star wars buy-in has to be even higher for a game like shatter point versus <laughs> x-wing <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot harder. Yeah. yeah, which is yeah. like specifically. Have either of you guys tried Marvel Crisis Protocol at all? I personally mm, haven't. I have not. 
You have not either. Okay. Uh, so it, it is not, um, Shatterpoint definitely feels distinct, right? <clears throat> like in gameplay, if there are some things that are similar, uh, and you can see like, you know, like similar roots to it and you can see how it came from the same company, but it's, it's, it is a distinct game and I am not a Marvel guy, right? Like at all. And so anytime I've played Marvel crisis protocol, I'm just not into it. Right. <laughs> like, cause the buy-in is not there for me. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of rules are heard too. This, I mean, Shadowpoint's got a lot of rules too. I mean, listen, I mean, like, X-wing has a lot, it's a lot of rules too. too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the timing chart for attacks, right? Like, it's a lot. Of this. You're just you're indoctrinated, Chris, because you've played for so long and you, you right. just know all you know all the rules. Well, most I mean, of the rules, let's say. We're all nerds here, you know. We'll, we like yeah. rules, large amounts of rules and math, and you know, rolling dice. For the most part, I do like rolling dice. I don't know about math. But I like rolling. Actually, no, that's a lie. I do like (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think that's Uh, like the uh, half the fun of this game is the, well, it's the, you know, the left for chance uh, aspect of it. Yeah, hang on. I want to go back to Alex buying Shatterpoint. <laughs> it's, this is a Shatterpoint podcast. We're talking about Shatterpoint right now. Yeah, well, welcome to Shatterpoints. I uh, get another Shatterpoint, Shatterpoint podcast. No, no, it's uh, our, our <laughs> Andrew. Andrew and I joked about doing a Shatterpoint podcast before the game launch, and we we were really latched onto the idea of calling it Shatterpoints colon a Shatterpoint podcast. That'd be so good. Uh, which really I don't have I barely have enough time to commit to this podcast um, <laughs> stay tuned for more episodes of this podcast no uh, what are you gonna what are you gonna be what do you want to paint first who what, what thrills you in that Shatterpoint core box there is a fuck ton of stuff in there from from my demo game of when like it first released and we were testing out in the store yeah right on ah- Ahsoka and our units felt really good super fun yeah, they felt like a lot of fun. It felt like Ahsoka could do a lot just by herself, and then she's she's supported by clones, and it's like, especially the movement too, the randomness of like the cards and the objectives. It's such a different game from X Wing specifically, or just yeah. any other tabletop game I've experienced. I'm kind of excited to play a little. Yeah, more. there's um, it's interesting. Uh, it is different than X Wing, right? But an interesting similarity that they both have is their focus on leveraging movement to your advantage. Yeah. Right. Like, so X-Wing is all about careful positioning and planning, right? You know, you do your dial, you have to think a few moves ahead. Like Shane was teaching us before with flying aces, you really have to keep in mind where you are now and where that's going to lead you to be. Right. Shatterpoint, a lot of the abilities are so momentum focused and movement focused where it's like, it's like, I need to find a way to finagle it so this guy can go from one corner of the board clear across to the other by using my limited pool of force tokens and my abilities and chaining it with other people's abilities the whole thing and you just end up doing these crazy plays and it leads to a lot of interesting stories i'm excited i'm excited for you guys shane are you are you shattering points as well i personally haven't played the game yet um but i did watch a game and it was definitely at least interesting to watch did you Um, did you lose X-Wing on purpose so you wouldn't have to buy Shatterpoint? Uh, for legal reasons, I'm not going to answer that question. No, right. <laughs> I would have bought it. If, if, I, if, I did, if I did place high enough, I definitely would have bought it. Um, it's it's a very interesting game. and you know, Not me. I, I would like... not have bought it because I already have it. <laughs> what a hero. That's right. 
not buying, I'm not buying <laughs> the second core box. It's too much. Uh, Chris, what about you? Have you shattered? Uh, you shattering some points? I haven't shattered yet, other wow. than the toilet. But whoa, I have, whoa. Uh, disgusting. Uh, James <laughs> and Marek have offered uh, for me to come over and like test it out. So I'm definitely going to do that soon. You should. It's a it's a fun game. Well, I, and, I really want to. Um, you know what I I like too that. Uh, X Wing standard loadout cards have really conditioned me to like love a single card with all my abilities on it. And Chatterpoint has so nice. It's so nice, right? Like I look, man, Alex, I'm loving. I'm 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 gonna lean into some standard loadouts for um for Hex Store Championship upcoming. Stay tuned for that, everybody. Um, I'm gonna lean into some standard loadouts for that, and that'll be fun. All right, I think I think we're gonna wrap it up. I do want to say, I know you guys want to maybe give a shout out. You've mentioned your, uh, what do you call them? Squad, Aces Abysmal. Is that right? Your crew? That is the name. I do have to tell you, though, casually on Discord and other places, I've seen people refer to your group as AA, which I just, PSA, that's already taking as like an acronym. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we didn't know that. We didn't know that. We had no idea. It is for me. An outsider, extraordinarily confusing. <laughs> like with the once a month I see someone type AA, they're like, oh yeah, who's going to AA this week? And I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, who, who's got the alcohol problem? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, you just talking about this in the X-Wing chat? Like, and everyone's like, yeah, me, I'm, I'll be there. And I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> I mean, we you have a, like a bit of a lore. We have a bit of a lore to that name too, Alex, if you want to go for that, like. That's hit me you. hit me with the deep aces abysmal lore. I mean, I, the name just comes from like like everyone's aware of the game Aces High. Yes, I'm familiar. It's it's, it's been a while, but you know, Aces High and I think good good she, what was it? It was just it was just a casual game we were flying around and I think it was just like questionable flying all around. Like <laughs> everyone on the board was just making maneuvers. It was like, "Oh, okay, this is what we're doing." And it was just so abysmal that yeah. it- <laughs> we played that Aces High in probably the worst possible game of X-Wing you've ever seen. I'm talking like all of us were like flying off the board, hitting rocks. Uh, it having was- fun, though. That's good. No, absolutely. We're it having so much fun. So much fun. <laughs> I fly. We, we, we did a we had. What is it? A, five of us, I think. An uneven number at Hex. And we were like, and it was a casual night. And then uh, Ken Lee, he was like, aces high, because he always wants to play aces high. And I was like, I think that's a good idea, because there wasn't enough time to like for everyone to set games, and one person would have been watching. So yeah. I, we, I like improvised the what do you call them? The, the uh, those little like the one, the two, the three, and the four. Those the, the hyperspace, uh, hyperspace markers. markers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I improvised those. <laughs> I was like, yep, yeah, these are my big stress tokens, and we're using this as a as the hyperspace tokens but it's a lot of fun man i miss having that and i I miss having the speed of uh like how fast that those rounds go you know yeah i had i had a great time playing aces high at adepticon and i actually i'm hopeful i'm going to nova in a couple weeks and i'm really hoping to pick up some aces high here and actually for anybody who's listened to the end of the podcast i have a little bit of a call to action uh for listeners out there if you will be at nova Number one, please find me and bring me stickers because I have my stickers are all over my my template tray and I'm very pleased with them. 
But I just got a new water bottle. It's like one of them fancy double insulated boys. But my old water bottle had all my stickers on it. So I have no X-Wing or otherwise stickers on my water bottle now. And it's very depressing. So if if you are listening to this podcast and you've listened this far and you're going to be at Nova where I will be, please find me. I'm very nice in person. I promise. Don't trust Alex. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey. Oh. <laughs> I'm very nice in person. Please bring me stickers. Bring him he like only like bites poop. a little bit. Bring oh, him like poop emoticon stickers or something. <laughs> that's that's not my preference. But if you have like if you have like a local X-wing group that has stickers, or you have a, your own podcast that has a sticker, I would love to adorn my water bottle with stickers, as long as they are not. Like giant, like so I can fit a lot on there. Do you have a Do you have an Aces uh, sticker or no? No. Oh, do you oh, want we got, one? We gotta get. I, of course, I want one. I'm just gotta come action. <laughs> we can definitely provide. Maybe I not have, at Nova. I don't know if any of us are. Going yeah, are you guys to gonna go to Nova? That's that's another question. You guys gonna be at Nova? Probably not. But give maybe it to Katoff and Katoff. Oh yeah, is Katoff coming yeah, to Nova? We'll, yeah, no, Katoff. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, that's the other thing. Shout outs, upcoming events. We have Hex and Co. Store Championship coming up next week, but I do believe that is uh, full up, right, Chris? Yeah, waiting list of three people. Yeah. Mm. There are only three. Wow. Yeah, there was six, and then some people left, and then now it's three. Right. That's that's great, though. Um, working our way through that waiting list. So yeah, I, ECG, I hope to see some the, folks there. ECG the following Saturday, the 26th. Um, I, I will think... be attending that one. Nice. So. If I, I hope to see any of you guys there. I don't know if you guys are going. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Hex and then I'm going to Nova. Ah, uh, okay. But uh, but again, I'll be at Nova. I'll be at Nova for X Wing and uh, probably for Shatterpoint when I scrub out of X Wing. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Good times. Yeah, I I fully intend to lose, but maybe I'll get some aces high in, and that'll be a lot of fun. All right, this is a good podcast, gang. Alex, thank you for joining me. Shane, thank you for joining me, and Chris Daniel, thank you for joining me. Uh, any last shout outs we want to make? Uh, I think I think I want to do a few community shout outs. All right, hit it. Uh, the floor is yours. X-Wing, everyone I've met is such an amazing community. The people we have at Red Seal Gaming down in Matawan are fantastic group of people. want to shout out all the boys in KFC. Christoph, Tom Traz, Baron, Zach, all those guys are Ace's Abysmal uh, gang, Tyler. Caleb, Will, Ariana, Jack, Shane, Nick, and myself. Uh, there's a lot of us. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> there's a lot of us. And Keep it going. Everyone else at the store, honestly. Everyone's been super nice and welcoming, always happy to support each other, trying out new lists, messing around, having great laughs, and I could not be more thankful. And you've been playing for how long, Alex? Uh, about two years. I think a little less than Shane because I was at college when he like really started getting to it. But once mm-hmm. I came back home, I was like jumping right in. Yeah, awesome. we, well, we stole him and kidnapped him and made him play. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I can't think of a better note to end it on. Thank you, Alex, for, I mean, there's a long list of shout outs, but I, that just means there's a great community to shout out, right? Yeah. So again, Alex, Shane, Chris, thank you for joining me. I have been your host, Pete Lambro, and this has been yet another X-Wing podcast. We will see you next week and I will see some of you at Nova. Please bring me stickers. Thank you. Bye-bye.
burr, burr, burr. 